spot because I'm using that to monitor the, the chat. Woo, okay. Podcast is happening. It's podcast. It's a podcast. Um, let me. What was? I don't even have the thing. You say, I. I think it was the first time you saw what I wrote on the document because you burst out laughing. <laughs> I was just like Kyle. I didn't know this is what you were gonna do. <laughs> Google Drive. We are preparing everything. Open that up, and I'm good to go. Bam. I have other talking points now that I know it's just you and not Eric. Because I <laughs> Were you, did like you I have said... stuff specifically for him? No, no, I had something I wanted to ask you that I'm like, this is more of a Kyle applicable question than an Eric applicable <laughs> question. Gotcha. Yeah, it's just you and me tonight. It, mm. Eric had to dip out last minute. He uh, wanted mm -hmm. to go take his family to go see uh, the new Wreck-It Ralph film. Oh, I, I believe nice. that is what he's to get out and see that one. off to go do. Yeah, I, I, I never really saw the first one. I, 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 I think I saw bits and pieces, but I, it, I would, it just, it never that it, it came out when I was still in college. I, th I yeah. think, and so it was like. I was so broke then that it was not like none of that was <laughs> happening. Kyle was not going to the movies. That was not a thing. I I was a big animation nerd in college. So of course I went to see every Disney movie and Wreck-It Ralph is my favorite Disney movie of my post adolescence. That and Princess of the Frog are my favorite things that have come out I since I was that like one twelve. Either. <laughs> oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, you need Disney knowledge. I mean, this I'm, is what I'm, I'm not into for. bestiality, so um, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, she I kisses was... the frog because the frog's like, "I'm going to turn into a prince if you kiss me." What? <laughs> I. I was listening to a podcast uh, earlier t today. It's a video game one. And one of the people on there had the best time trying to describe this game that she downloaded that was like, this is completely ridiculous. Whoa, what happened to your uh, Skype thing? It got super small, and I don't know why. To my what? It got small? Y yeah. Your the Skype picture got super small and like in one corner, and I have no idea what is happening. Um, weird. I guess it's back. <laughs> that was really strange. Like your picture just, <laughs> just went like, like, like up there. I have no idea. Anyways, well, at least I sound like I'm the same size on the podcast. <laughs> yes. Um, I don't sound small. It did it again. I what? I watching it on the the stream, and it's like up. You're like it. Nope, that one. You're in the like top corner, I guess middle thing. Oh, I do. It's strange. I w I wonder <laughs> if that's the side effect that we're gonna see with your Every roommate being home. <laughs> 
Oh, that's what it does. Like if somebody's sharing my bandwidth, it's like, okay, you can still call Kyle, but we're just gonna to make you make it super small. Smaller. Yeah, we're just we're gonna make it small instead. <laughs> Why is that doing it? I don't know. Now it's back. Strange. Uh, well, that's kind of distracting. <laughs> we are gonna see if we can chug along here. Uh, what was I ta talking about? The video game. Uh, she was having a really great time trying to describe this very, very terrible video g g game in which this woman uh, just, like, thinks, oh, I can't find any any cute guys, so I'm just going to quit my j j job and I'm going to go work at, a like, a horse farm thing. Uh -huh. And she's like, well... Maybe there'll be some strapping young little lads that work at this horse, it's these these stables. Um, yes. And she gets there, and there are no guys, but there is a horse that is there that looks like a horse, except instead of the horse's head, it's like an attractive guy's head. It's not a centaur, but it's it's only the okay. Okay, head. So That's it. If a centaur is 50-50, this is like a 90-10 centaur? Yes. Oh, boy. Yeah, I love it's it. like only the face. And, I love this. And so she's sitting there like, whoa, what the fuck is up with this horse? Like, <laughs> why does it have a human face? And then the, like, stable owner is like, what are you talking about? That's a normal horse. And, and yeah, and so it's like she it, it's apparently like she was born in the year of the horse. And so because of that, she can see certain horses as a tr like see their faces as like attractive guys. And so I'm she ends. Horse. So she ends up falling in love with this horse. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, this is episode 30 <laughs> of the Whatnots captain's lot lot log uh it is our weekly off-topic show so you never know what you're gonna get apparently this week horse bestiality uh so there you go <laughs> um we were we were just talking about your picture doing this little small thing i got small your <laughs> your roommate is home so we were thinking the audio quality might go in and out mm -hmm. we just like your bandwidth might be taken yeah. up but maybe the image is just gonna get smaller who knows my picture will get smaller what a thing to do to me <laughs> i mean I, for the big screen kyle because like i'm wondering if it's like it's sending me because i'm i'm using the new like ndi source mm -hmm. thing so i don't i don't know all of the back end of that but it solved a lot of our problems um and I don't like I'm because it's one of those things right when you're streaming like a YouTube video I guess nowadays it doesn't do it as often since most people's internet is decent but it used to like take a second for it to like load up to its full resolution right yeah um and I'm wondering if but like it was always the same size like the video n n never got smaller it kept it the same size so i'm wondering if it's 
changing like there's not enough bandwidth to do the certain size it's at and it's changing it but it's it, instead of keeping it the same size that i have it on the stream mm-hmm. it's like we're just gonna tr- transmit a smaller thing yeah same resolution smaller size they've made me into a postage stamp yeah yeah <laughs> exactly how has your week been Melissa. It's been good. It's been busy. You've known me to only have busy weeks, I believe. Pretty I believe much. I've told you every week for the past several months. It's been a busy week, Kyle. But yes, yeah. I, I was handed a new trainee this week, very suddenly at work. There she showed up like half a week earlier than I thought she was supposed to. Oh, man. <laughs> is, is that good or bad? Because it's like good because she gets the training earlier and she might have more either more time to get acclimated or mm-hmm. will get done sooner so you can give her all of that work sooner or is it like uh, shit what do we do we weren't prepared for this who are you why are you here you know? <laughs> no i think like the actual higher-ups knew she was coming they just told me the wrong date and i'm Surprise. her lead trainer <laughs> and i'm like my training program's essentially the same for everybody i'm telling mm-hmm. them what i do every day so I'm already prepared for it. It's just that it is very difficult to train somebody and continue to do your full, like, regular tasks. I see. So well, I try and get as ahead of everything as I possibly can before I get a new trainee. I've never managed to do it. And so training somebody, I'd love to do it. do all it. the work. You know? <laughs> no, I mean, I have to teach her how. You have to learn somehow. So This is the deep end. Go. <laughs> Training will put me very far behind for a little while, but then once she advances, once she gets like a good rhythm going, then there's a transition period where I can have her help me with a lot of stuff before she gets her own projects. Like she will be my shadow for a little while. So it's rough at first, but yes, then I will have a helper. And then I'm supposed to get another trainee before the end of the year, which I'd like. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I've trained, she's my fifth trainee so far this year. So by the end of the year, I will have five beautiful children and the exiled son, who's somebody I trained and then he didn't work out. The prodigal son. (laughs) Okay, that's not that bad. So that's what I've been up to this week, just work focus which is not an interesting thing for our listeners to hear about probably but you are continually concerned about how much i am working <laughs> well I, I, so does does your job slow down at all because it's the end of the semester i, I know i know you deal with like academic ju- journals and stuff but how mm-hmm. tied into like an actual school or like a school timing is is that or is it not mm-hmm. There's not a slow time because okay. yes, people are working during like Mine the regular a lot. <laughs> I'll bet, yeah. Well, uh, I actually, it's the opposite. Mine speeds up at the end of the semester because we don't work over the holidays. So it's like all the work we should have been doing, then we have to do before all of that. Yes. So end of the semester yep. is always like, oh shit, we got a lot to do. Yep, yep. So, oh, and now you're big. I'm big again. Yes. What? No, like you're like big, big. <laughs> I'm big. 
you're 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 you're, you're, you're giant. <laughs> I'm the cow now. It's me. Oh God. This like so it it went from like super small to like now it was just like boom, <laughs> like super big. <laughs> I, I what is like secret keywords I'm, that your computer is responding to and we don't know what they are i have no idea did your roommate leave it's like now she's still out there i hear her rattling around weird <laughs> i have no idea why this is happening what if i i'm not that won't do anything but what if i delete those two i assume you want to delete these yes i'm sure because i'm not using them that's so weird because <laughs> now like with the small one like you were still in the frame you were just in that one corner but now it's like the corner of your head <laughs> so i'm wondering if if i should change it but if i change it, it will me? it Am I like that much? You're in like the bottom. So for people watching it on screen, you're on the like bottom right, like hmm. bottom right. But you, like it's it's big, so we see your like we see like half of your face. No. Yeah, but like I'm I'm wondering if I, sh I should change it and make it smaller. But if I do that, will it go smaller again? If it like pops into all of that stuff so i don't know i'm not sure i don't think i'd make a good two face <laughs> kyle what what batman villain do you think you are what batman villain do i think i am I um think scarecrow you would take me as a scarecrow uh, you're a little scruffy and like you're kind of unassuming which is what I feel like Scarecrow is until he gets scary. Who do you think yeah. you are? Um, I don't know. I mean, I pr probably think higher of myself than I actually am. <laughs> so I'm, <laughs> I'm sitting there like, ooh, I should be like Hush. But that's creepy because Hush is a very, very creepy Batman villain. But he's also like dark and mysterious and all that. I don't know. I don't think you are dark or mysterious. Yeah, well, th that's also. So that's also like the weird thing about me doing these podcasts. I have to be like very social and outgoing. I am not like this at all. Like oh, in my, oh. I am quiet in my headphones. No one talk to me. Like oh. I'm just gonna sit here and be silent. Um. I, I I was an only child growing up, so that was part of it. It was just like, well, I'll just kind of figure out how to entertain myself, uh, and that that's that. But yeah, I I don't know what Batman villain would I be. Shit. Um, I know it's tough. That is tough. I don't know which one I am. I love to laugh, so maybe I'm Harley Quinn. Maybe. <laughs> I'm just giggly and supportive. <laughs> I don't know if I would describe Harley as supportive. Because 
she's I mean she has the whole what's the uh it's nightingale syndrome is that what i'm thinking it's not um no you're you're thinking of the city are you thinking of stockholm syndrome there's that that's when you fall in love with your captor but what happens when the captor falls in love or like the like when you when a doctor falls in love with their patient i don't i don't know it theoretically could be nightingale syndrome that's potentially what I'm I thinking. I don't know if it's a thing Florence Nightingale, the famous nurse, ever did, but maybe I, don't, I, I don't, just yeah. don't know enough I, about Florence Nightingale. I don't know if that's a legit if the if that's the legitimate term, but that's the one I'll use. That's how she started, right? That's her, right. Her patient yes. was the j- Joker, um, and then it ended up becoming Stockholm syndrome, where she entered into this abusive relationship and she just sees him as this like he can do no wrong all of this but he beats her he hates her he Mm. you know does all this stuff and it's just like harley what are you doing (laughs) you're so much better than this ivy loves you (laughs) she really (laughs) loves you um but yeah i don't know i Villains aside, I think everybody should aspire to be Alfred. Just if you want to be anybody, be Alfred. When so, when my friend Paul and I first made the whatnots back in the day, um, we were throwing a bunch of ideas against the wall to see what stuck. When we were like, mm-hmm. let's let's make a podcast, and we had no idea what we were. Doing, there is a, another comics podcast called uh, Jay and Miles Explain the X Men. Yes, and they're fantastic. Um, Tremendous, and they always do these cold opens where all of their episodes start with this thing, and it just gets wilder and wilder, and eventually they're just like, "Wait, what? Like, yes, that is in the X Men. <gasps> like, oh. how does that even make sense? You know." Um, mm-hmm. and so I, I was wanting to try out something similar, not necessarily to the same extent where it's just like, this is ridiculous. Like what the hell? Mm-hmm. Um, but we, we, the, the, our first idea or one of the ideas for a podcast was that we would cover more topical stuff rather than yeah. a, like a certain book or a certain movie and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, or we would even like de- debate certain topics. Like the first yeah. one we recorded was, can zombies die of natural causes? Like, can they get to a point where their bodies just decay away? Like, could you go hide in a cave and outlive the zombie apocalypse because they all don't eat and they just wither away? You know, because their flesh is decaying, kind of, maybe. Kyle, short answer, which side were you on? I don't remember. I think I was on. <laughs> it was like three years ago. Uh, <laughs> longer than that now. Um, it it. Uh, I want to say I was on the side that they could. I I believe so. Also. I don't remember. Um, but but yeah. So like we would have that. We would have that like leading question. And then we would go do our research and stuff and come back. And we just have to sit here and argue, 
and that was our, our, our thing. And it, it didn't really work out like we wanted to. Mm-hmm. I don't think Paul really understood my idea exa- <laughs> exactly. Because uh, another thing was was uh, just like how do like how how do the X Men actually get all of their money and stuff like that? Um, like you can argue multiple things that oh they make patents they do yeah. this and that you know but they, is that really is that really what they do you know um but w- to to get back to Alf yeah. Red, one of the ones oh, I we had we were about him. <laughs> yeah, yeah right um, <laughs> one of the ones we had uh i think it was when they first announced the show Gotham Yes. That 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 hey, we're making this show called Gotham about Batman before Batman, mm-hmm. and we, we were like, that's kind of weird. That's stupid, you know. You know. Um, and so we decided to like, if we were to do a show like that, what would we do? And we ended up making it all about Alfred, <sighs> and just like how Alfred got to where he is, where he is the one that takes yes. that is taking yes. care of. Yes. the batman um and it turns out alfred is like the most interesting comic book character out there alfred might not actually be his real name i oh i'm i buy that absolutely I, when you started that sentence i thought you were gonna say like alfred might not be human well, sure. I, I, so the fact you that you're know. like, it might not be his real name. And I'm like, oh, oh, yeah, that's completely mundane and believable. Well, I was prepared for something weirder. The, there's that. But even the name Pennyworth is not his actual name. Mm-hmm. He Well, at least in one ver- 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 version. Uh, he, his name he... was Alfred Poundworth, but he wanted it Americanized. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> um, anyways, um, no. So he he was in the army or the military or something, and I, I like he got kicked out, and his uh, superior officer was like on his ass, being like, "Dude, you're not even worth a penny. Like, mm. you, like you're a piece of shit. You'd like get out of here." And so he like took that as his call sign right and instead instead of a bat flying in in the window and being like i think i'll become the batman it's dude you're not even worth a penny and he's like i think i'll become pennyworth <laughs> i love it yeah, so we 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 had in intro like a an introduction to one of our episodes. I was like, "Hey, P- Paul, uh, in in your opinion, who would you say is the most interesting man in in the world?" And he's like, "Wait, the Dosekis guy?" I'm like, "No, no, no." <laughs> and he was like, "All right, let's narrow this down." I was like, "All right, how about in comics?" Um, and he was like, uh, I, don't, I don't know, uh, C- Captain America? I was like, nah, he's just a, you know, he, good old red-blooded American male, you know. <laughs> I um, love the man. He, he's a square. Yeah, and he, he like. say lovingly, as I too am a square. <laughs> yeah, and he, like, he ends up naming these things. He's like, oh, Batman. Like, yeah, you know, and I'm like, nope. And I'm like, and he's like, who? I'm like, Alfred Pettyworth. And he's just like, <laughs> no, that's stupid. <laughs> 
<laughs> nope, I'm with you. I'm Team Alfred. There you go, Team Alfred. Um, <laughs> there you go. I'm I'm looking at our our our, our thing. We we have a new document now that we can pull topics from correct yes you I, put I, I on just... artemis fowl oh yes Let's start yes there. i had a thing i wanted to talk about talking about alfred reminded me of something and thank god i already wrote it down the artemis fowl trailer yes kyle kyle you we are of a generation did you read these books when I you were young still have them they're on a bookshelf back there and i can see yours back behind your head <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah i i i read i think most of them i have five or six of them i'm not there sure how were... many there are i think there's like six or seven yeah there were eight eight of them maybe the i haven't book... read all of them the but... final book came out in 2012 summer 2012 okay i know i got a couple of them late but my dad and i read them together Aww. Um, and yeah, it was like around the age when like Harry Potter was coming out and this was like, gee, I like Harry Potter. What other like YA fantasy novels are out there that are about a young boy who's doing stuff? And (laughs) my dad was like, well, there's this one called Artemis Fowl that I saw in your like little scholastic (laughs) book fair thing. I was like, yeah, let's do it. (laughs) Um, yeah, so you 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 are super excited. I actually haven't seen the tra- the trailer yet. I think the trailer looks good. It looks like they it's got detail in it. Okay. This is my backstory with these books. I picked up the first book I think the year it came out because I remember being in 4th grade and I that did. equates to like Two, the 2001 yeah. published date. And for those who are unaware, Artemis Fowl was this YA book series published in like 2001 about this like 12-year-old boy who's... A genius. Yes, he's a genius and he is the son of this millionaire who got lost during some business trip and like the family spent all their money to try and find him and they haven't found him yet. So the family is essentially broke and Artemis is like... I'm going to find dad. Well, that won't do. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a genius. I can do anything. So what he does is he kidnaps a fairy police officer and he ransoms her to get the fairy gold to pay for more search rescue efforts to find his father. It turns out they're a family of criminals. Yes. Criminal he's just like, well, I'm just going to get into the family business and steal some stuff but like magic stuff and they're so fun it's a really good like fantasy sci-fi mix they're really funny they're like ya but still like i i reread them all like my senior year in college and i still like really yeah. love them so they're i think fantastic. they hold they but there's like a fairy code language that the uh-huh. uh that the author created just like a letter swap cipher thing and so there's all these weird symbols on the pages and yeah i remember those it was an actual code right yes yes and so and the back of the book this book i bought when i was 10 years old it says hey decipher the code you know enter the sweepstakes you could win i figured out even a letter i never even tried 
but this little thing said, hey, figure out the code, you know, enter the sweepstakes. You could win like a brief walk on role in the upcoming Artemis Fowl movie. It's so been this, like 20 years in the fucking making. I know. It's 18 years, Kyle. I did my waiting. And finally, <laughs> and like these are rights that like got passed around. It got out of development hell. I, I wonder. Kyle, it did. I, I, I wonder if whoever I'm, – I'm sure someone solved it, solved the c- code and oh, turned in their yeah. box t- 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 tops <laughs> and all, you know. Um, and I'm w- wondering if they're still going to honor that. If, like, the person <laughs> – if they're still out there, if they're still alive. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know are, is that – the father now are they old enough to be the father (laughs) (laughs) i don't know but i was gonna be a fairy or you know like i'd i'd heard that okay disney has the rights to this movie now and they're going to make it and i was like oh i'll believe it when i see it and just suddenly last night i'm just looking at my youtube page and like I watch a lot of Disney stuff, like I'm a big Disney parks nerd, so just Disney news it gives me. And it's like, here's the trailer for the Artemis Fowl movie, and I'm like, they've done it. It's real. It's finally real. Yeah. And ah, oh, I think the trailer looks good. Like it probably seems like just some run of the mill like young yeah. adult fantasy adventure to anybody else, but I'm like, there's detail in this, like. You don't really see the fairies. It's mostly the, like shots of the humans in the trailer, but there's this brief shot of Holly from behind, and you only know it's Holly because she does that neck crack thing, which is a yeah. little detail in the books that whenever she's That's like, her thing. it's time to unleash my magic. Her like physical tick is like she pops her neck and she's like, magic powers, here we go. I'm <laughs> like, you put that in there. Like, I get the feeling that this wasn't like a trash can job. Like, We've got the rights. We've got to use them. I think they hired people it's, who really love the book. It's yeah. It like that's a weird thing because they mentioned it on the kind of funny morning show, which oh. they do every weekday, and it's like a nonsense morning show. Yeah. They they talk about pop culture and stuff, but they had no idea what Artemis Fowl is. Yeah. And so, and so they're like, "This looks stupid. Like, what the hell is this?" So I was like, "No, you guys, it's actually it's so a really good. cool book. Go read them." It um, took but years but yeah, like it's half my life. <laughs> it's one of those things. Like, I I really love those books. I'm glad it's being made into a movie, yeah. but I'm wondering if it's too late. I think it is, but <laughs> better late than never. But like that's like, the I'm, thing. If there's like eight books, I want them to do it all. Like I, I, I want them. I, like I don't want them to condense like the first three books into one movie where he steals the gold and then they're on the the, the ship in the second or third book. You know, and yeah. then it's like I don't like I want them to actually take their time with this series because that's yeah like this series deserves that. Like it deserved, but it's like. I, I don't I barely know anyone who knows Artemis Fowl and it like that was a thing 20 years ago 
it's 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 like imagine when we were that age and they were making movies about like the kids books from like the 1980s it would be like five (laughs) years ago if they made a magic treehouse movie (laughs) but like the audience is still there i'm still here i'm gonna go see it opening night probably they've got me See, and 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 that's the thing too. Like we're also about to get that Detective Pikachu movie, but Pokemon has been around and puts out something yes, new yes. every year. Pokemon is consistent. I just beat the Elite Four yesterday in Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu. Like right. I, yeah, I, I I just beat that. Game. Like I'm st- here. I <laughs> am still, but yeah, here I am. You know, Pokemon Master over here. Um. But, like, that, it's been able to remain in the conversation, whereas Artemis Fowl, even in the t- in that time, yeah. wasn't super popular. No, like, it never reached Harry Potter. It never even reached, like, you know, mortal instruments or anything like that. It was always, like, I don't even know here. Yeah, I'm trying to think of something that's, like, a couple steps below Harry Potter. Like, okay, Harry Potter, Hunger Games, Twilight, that's all up there. I'm trying to think of other things that were slightly less popular but still well-known. Artemis Fowl never quite got there. But I feel like the people that liked it liked it a lot. Yeah. And, I well, I, I guess I'm wondering how relevant the book is to younger kids. I mean, not, not like how... Like, it's a made-up story and it's not that old right but mm-hmm. e- even the like goosebumps stuff like they're they, they're making a second goosebumps movie and like that was around when we were that age and younger do i'm assuming they still sell those books in like the like school book fairs and stuff yeah. like that i'm st- i'm i'm sure that that's still around but is artemis fowl still around in that same way like are they still selling it to like fourth and fifth graders or is it already on the next you know the next big thing i think i don't think it is consistent like it's not culturally consistent yeah the last book came out six years ago and that was the final book and no it's not an active franchise but i think it might be something that like individuals will pass down like there's probably still like there's schools out there where that's like the librarian's favorite book. And like, she'll always put it out there on like, you know, the librarian recommends try yeah. Artemis Fowl. Like I tried to get my nephew into it. He didn't like it. I'm going to try in a couple How years with my niece. Yeah. Yeah. He's not your nephew now. <laughs> <laughs> he's not a fantasy kid. He's not a fantasy kid. Unfortunately, but he's got a little, but like that's the thing. That's the thing too, because I'm I'm not super big into like fantasy stuff, mm-hmm. but this is like, it it's it's like fantasy spy stuff. It's not like yes. it's not like Lord of the Rings style, like elves and swords and magic. Like mm-hmm. that stuff is in there, it's... but they're doing heists and like there's car ch- chases and yeah. stuff like that. You it's know, urban fantasy and it's very techy. Yeah, like the High tech. Like the fa- like it's elves and dwarves and centaurs, but the centaur is a hacker. 
like they've got all the tech we've got. They've just also got magic to make it extra better. I wonder what percentage that centaur is. If he's 50-50, if he's that 90 <laughs> if he's the 90-10. <laughs> I know. Like, maybe oh, they downgraded him and he's just a fawn. It's just from the knees down. <laughs> He just has yeah. the the human head there. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think the techiness of these books and like how funny they are yeah. will. I think that that'll it'll still resonate with kids. Plus, like if Gravity Falls is any indication, people still love a code. Yeah, yeah. Did there was another series of books that I don't remember what it was named. Okay, I, I think there was three of them. If I'm not mistaken, um, they were yay big. They were hardback books, um, and I mean that looks big for a kid's book. But yeah, it, it, yeah. It, it was like they like the you know they, they were big words on on all the pages, so you read it really fast. Um, I don't remember what it was called. It had something to do with dragons and oh, these the like. Aragons. No, it wasn't that. It's not Aragon? It wasn't that. I've never read those. Oh, is it like, um... It was something to do with a tower, and there were dragons in the book. There were these, like, crystals oh. that gave off different light or something like that. that. I want to say it was, like, the seventh tower or something. I don't know if that's a thing. Do I believe you, but this all sounds like so generic, like dragons, tower, crystals. That's exactly like, what it was. It was I a generic like YA. Let me see. It's this not Aragon. It's not Bartimaeus. Tower book series. Well, it, it auto filled on Google. So that was correct. Yeah, that was it. It's the, called the seventh tower. The seventh tower. It's Let a series of books. Let me see if I books. recognize these things. Wikimedia uh, is a series of six books written by yeah. Garth Nix. Uh, the result, oh, I know that name. The result of a joint partnership between Scholastic and Lucasfilm. Whoa! The series follows two children who, uh, yeah. two children from distinctly different societies in a world blocked from the sun by a magical veil, uh, which leaves the world in complete darkness. Well, duh, that's what a veil does. <laughs> um, this does. Like, I don't think I heard of this when I was a kid, but I feel like somebody has You've mentioned this to me in the recent years. Yes. What else has Garth Nix done? I know Nobody. that name. Old what Kingdom, Seventh seven Tower and Keys to the Kingdom. Mm. Um, Very Clever Baby's First Reader. Nope, that's not it. <laughs> um, Kyle, were you a very clever baby? No. Not at all. <laughs> I was a dumbass. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, it, it looks like he just he does uh, books and stuff, which is why I don't really know his stuff because I don't read all that much books. I'm all comics. But yeah, there you go. The Seventh Tower. That was my thing. I I, I guess it, there were six books. I had two hard cover editions then that had like the first three, or maybe, maybe I did have three, and it was two books in each of them. Okay. I don't know. It was something. 
like that, but it was these hardback books. There was a series I read a couple of called Broken Sky. Do you know that one? No. I think it was like they were small, like they were like a goosebump size, but their the maturity felt like a little bit more closer to like like a 14-year-old book than like a 10-year-old book. Yeah. And they had these anime illustrations on the cover. And it was this fantasy world where just about everybody had powers and the powers were you purchased them there were these magical hmm. stones like these like egg shape and size stones and you would get them like installed along your spine and the stones would like connect to your like body force and you could use whatever power the stones had and the more stones you had the more powerful you were it would suck if you got the wrong stone and it was some lame-ass power. <laughs> I don't remember, like, what, what all the What do you mean I can are? shoot spaghetti from my fingers? I don't want the... <laughs> God damn it. got the spaghetti stone. You... <laughs> <laughs> it's just a fucking giant meatball they stuck in this. Just a line of meatballs. <laughs> I don't remember like where the stones came from but i know it was something like if you had more money you had more stones but also if you like you work the land if you were like a harvester you could also have good stones so it was about these two siblings who's like they had a decent amount of money but really their father just knew the land and worked the land and harvested them uh -huh. and these two kids had six stones which was almost unheard of i don't even remember what their powers were but whatever it was, they were very strong at it because they yeah. had six stones. And like it was just about them going on this journey and they'd meet other people who had other stones. But it was like this thing everybody knew everybody had, but you weren't like it was rude to ask other people. Like they'd get in a fight and they're like, we want to know what this other guy can do, but we can't just turn around and go, yo, what are your power stones? Like he just has to show us and then we'll know. And like they've got more stones than everybody. Hey, what kind of balls do you have? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like this all sounds ridiculous when I'm telling this to you, but I remember thinking this was a really cool concept when I was like 11 years old. And they were all different colors. You just give like a kid like a colorful stone. Like we were discussing this a couple of weeks ago that I've just got a big pile of rocks on my desk. Yeah. <laughs> like, it doesn't die. It lives in you forever. The need for colorful rocks. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I don't know. It... Yeah, it's strange. I mean, I... I... I guess that's what Hollywood does. Like, they start making all of the... Like, hope, hopefully the, this new Artemis Fowl movie is d decent and, like, sparks some new inter yeah. interest in the books and stuff like that. Um, yeah. That'd be mm -hmm. fun. Mm -hmm. That would be fun. Speaking of development hell... Uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 is coming out in at the end of January. Oh, I'm super right. excited about that. I that's know. been yes. That's been like 13 or 14 years. Since like <laughs> Since... Kingdom Hearts 2, but there's like the weird in-between games? Yeah. Yeah. There it's... is <laughs> it's strange. <laughs> there's a podcast that acquaintances of mine do called Kingdom Smarts where it's 
somebody who knows everything about Kingdom Hearts and a person who doesn't. Yeah. And she gets 30 minutes at a time to explain it to him. And then the timer goes off and she says to pick up again the next week. Me, me and Belinda want to do some kingdom hearts related content uh, around the time that it comes out whether it's Go a spoiler it. ca cast or a hey like here's everything you need to know before going in awesome type of thing. um so we'll I'd... figure that out but yeah cool yeah uh, i never played them but i just have like i've gotten a basic familiarity of it from listening to this podcast actually like, yeah i, I know I, it's exciting i always i always hear people like you can explain it so that it is really complicated and there's all this stuff yeah. happening i don't think that's a good way to explain it like you you actually can simplify mm -hmm. it and be like hey here's yeah here's just explain the, like, the feeling here's the overarching thing right like that's yes. all you need like once you understand that overarching thing then you can go in and get into these more granular details but so mm -hmm. many people I see, even in, like, video games j j journalism, like, start with the very granular stuff. I'm like, no, what do you just... It's about, like, kids being friends, going on adventures, going through Disney World's helping people, and also, like, Donald and Goofy are there, and kind Mickey of. has a keyblade, and Mickey's, like, his dad. Shoes real big. <laughs> Spot on. No. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I don't know if you want me to, like, do, do a short explanation of the chest of it. So you know that it is a video game that combines a bunch of the, like, Disney worlds and characters with, like, the Final Fantasy worlds yeah. and characters. I guess usually not worlds, but... Um, yeah. But, yeah, so the idea is that all of those worlds are separate and are supposed to be separate. Like, they aren't supposed to all be mix-mashed into one big thing. Um, and there was a scientist who was studying pe people and whether or not they are inherently good or inherently bad. And mm -hmm. it, does that have something to do with the heart? And, you know, it, it, what, what happens if a person does not have a heart? Does that make them evil? Does that make them not? Well, you know, just yeah. what's happening there? Um, and things like all, not, not all science experiments, but a lot of video game, comic booky type of science stuff, it goes wrong and it ends up unleashing this darkness onto the worlds and it's seeping into all of these mm. like separate worlds and like unlocking the barriers bet bet between them, right? Um, and so you end up picking up as Sora, the main character, who's just this young kid who wants mm -hmm. to, like, go and see the world and explore and all of that stuff. And one night his world gets hit by this darkness. Mm -hmm. And next thing he knows, he wakes up and he's in a completely different world and he doesn't know where his friends are or anything. And so he's trying to find the, 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 them along the way that's where where he meets Don, Don, donald and goofy who are looking for king mickey yes. um who is also trying to deal with this darkness that is happening and being like mm -hmm. oh shit we gotta do something oh shit we gotta do something <laughs> um, <laughs> um and 
so like you meet up with them and he's like well i'm trying to find my friends well i'm trying to find the king why don't we just go search together you know and so that's what they go do it's like along the way as we're searching for our friends why don't we uh kind of clean up these worlds and make sure that the evil doesn't seep back in and that's the, the that's basically the story of the first yeah game which is like the overarch like that's simple enough right yes. this yes. this scientist fuck things up now mm-hmm. this evil thing is happening and there's this small kid who happens to be kind of the chosen one type of thing and he is now putting things right and then it goes from there and it gets even yes. more crazy and it, and then yeah. there's nobodies and who is roxas and all of this and why are there these you know um yeah there's all the organizations roxas actually things. exist what the fuck is this organization Ooh. what is yes. kingdom hearts why does it you know so but that's the basis and if you understand that then you understand most of the game where it's like it's about friendship I think and doing the right thing. People are I... good. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts is light. <laughs> <laughs> I think that Kingdom Hearts. I don't know if this was part of it or if this was an aftershock of it. I think we can draw a line from Kingdom Hearts back to Space Jam, back to Who Framed Roger Rabbit, as this trend that made us love mashups and crossovers and just like if we can imagine something that can be a movie a show a property like like i thought about this recently with detective pikachu that's bonkers yeah it's no it's no more bonkers than kingdom hearts or space jam or oh here's bugs bunny and mickey mouse together on screen yeah like, or like think... Super Smash Bros, yes. which is about to come out this next month. Yeah, yeah. I, w- I want to see Mario fight Link. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I've been thinking about that a lot lately. Like Space Jam was something that really defined us as a generation because <laughs> that thing's it's what a weird mismatch of stuff. You've got Michael Jordan and the NBA stars. You've got Looney Tunes. You've got Bill Murray, Danny DeVito, Wayne Knight. Bill Murray is playing himself in this movie. I don't yep. know if you remember that part. Yeah, yep. he's just him. <laughs> and it's all of that. He like, just shows up. I really <laughs> Space Jam is so good. It's not. Is it a good story? No, Probably but it's not. an story. It's important, and it defined us, and it was so important to us. And I think it taught us with, like, Roger Rabbit, I would call as, like, its predecessor, as, like, the shoulders it stood on. Like, Mm -hmm. anything can be a movie. Like, you think about stuff, you can duct tape it together, and it's something now. It continues on to, like, heck, Infinity War. Yeah. We wouldn't have Infinity War with all of these superheroes we love in one movie if we didn't have Bucks Bunny meeting both Mickey Mouse and Michael Jordan in two separate films. Like, Bugs Bunny, really, is the person we have to thank for every bananas property that is out there. You can go from Bugs Bunny to Sora and Roxas. There you go. 
you follow me with this? That Yeah, that's certainly one way to think about it. Space Jam spoiled us. We're like, more, more weird things, more things that should not work, and they don't work, but in our hearts they do. Yeah. <laughs> in our hearts it works. That's kind of how <laughs> Kingdom Hearts works, too. It works, just believe. It just okay? works. Like, believe us, <laughs> it works. Yeah. Um, let's see. So, Gotta speaking... talk about the big cow. Yeah. I... I put this down on the thing what what was up with that big cat <laughs> that that big steer i i think is what they were specifically on yes, it yes i think his name was knickers n-i-c-k-e-r-s knickers like the short what, like i i like i opened up twitter and that was the first thing i saw like two days ago it's just like hey guys look at this giant cow <laughs> just like sure okay this, okay this cow came to me at the office i'm so happy you brought this up kyle okay <laughs> we just installed this like chat client on our office computers yeah. so now we've got like a little chat room for my department and just in the general group chat one guy posted the picture of knickers and he just wrote i i am obsessed cow <laughs> and here's the thing that was the first time i had seen it and we work in academic publishing so i'm like well i don't know all the journals he works on maybe he has like uh, maybe there's some stem cell you yeah, know like, like yeah maybe he has just like a, an animal husbandry an animal husbandry journal or dairy journal or something where this is like a photo in a scientific paper that like the paper is about look at how big this cow is and he's like dang what a cool paper what a cool like figure i get to process i'm going to show the rest of my department look at the big cow nope we it was just a giant time, cow <laughs> we spent all this time freaking out about the big cow and like somebody referred to it as a meme and i thought there was like you know our new in office meme because of the paper somebody wrote about a cow and sent to one of his journals it was not until you brought it up that you're like let's talk about the big cow that i'm like I'm hold like, on wait, this was that's a thing from the outside world that's not just from dustin <laughs> i thought it was his i thought he brought the big cow to us it's and it's so weird uh you you mentioned something I, I guess this actually has not as much to do with the cow but how language evolves to kind of enc encompass all of that how like everything is now a meme like, yeah just a yeah. picture on the internet someone is going to c call it a meme even though it might not be or stuff like that yes 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 and yes. i i was i was what else there was something else i was thinking oh like like filters like when if you put a photo up on on instagram or something they always ask oh what filter did 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 you use and it's like well yeah. i didn't it's not a filter like yeah. i edited this in photoshop and actually like it's, it's it, a custom it, blend yeah like i call it the kyle special number four but but like when you get down to it yeah i guess that's a filter like mm -hmm. it's a filter of photoshop just i Yeet. messed with all of this stuff you know um but yeah i mean it, it like that it's so weird how like that like we've come to like that's just the accepted thing like you yeah put up a photo there has to be some kind of filter right 
or yes. you put up some thing that is meant to go viral or you know do something there and it's a meme yeah like every funny picture on the internet is a meme and it's i used to fight picture. this kyle it's just, well, like like how technically if we want to get granular about it the general concept of a lol cat for instance going yeah. back here some years the There's general term concept you don't hear all that much a lol cat yeah, yeah. Uh, the general concept of a lolcat is a meme. Very popular lolcats like I can has cheeseburger. That one is a meme. Not every single cat with a pic, like picture of a cat with text on it, is a meme. That would be called a macro. A macro is technically, I guess, a picture with words over it, which you see less of nowadays. But hey, look at you getting all for academic. For a while, I like. <laughs> I took a media literacy class in college where we had an entire unit on memes. The funny it's, thing is, as I'm, 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 I'm sure as like useful as that class is, and I'm sure as much as that will yeah. like, eventually be integrated into like just regular Eng English classes and and stuff like that, mm -hmm. it's still just they're just gonna be like that's a meme. Yeah, yeah. Like no, no <laughs> one's gonna be like it's a fucking macro or it's a log. It, it's a meme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I like. I had a distinction that the professor I liked quite much, like, told me about. So I'm like, yes, yes, I'm going to I'm going to tell others what you told me. <laughs> it's like I bring you the word of Al Andrew Allen Smith with his sharp little, like, neatly trimmed beard and his sweater vest and his jacket with, like, elbow patches. Like, hello, I'm a young, handsome, charming person and I know things I'm like, you know, things I know the things now, too. I'm going to make other people know the things. After I got over that, I'm like, oh, if everybody wants to call it a meme, just call it a meme. It's fine. It brings the world closer together for like, you see the meme? I saw the meme. Loved the <laughs> meme. But anyhow, this is to say, like, I thought it was just the office's new meme. I did not know the world but like, had this cow. Why does this cow go viral? That's what I don't understand. Like, this cow is now more successful than me. <laughs> and I don't like that. I think because the nature of the thing is that it is only mildly interesting. Like, huh. But you feel that, huh, so strongly that you're like, it's a meme, it's an observation on yourself, not on the cow, that you're like, I love this. So what Why you're saying is that we're not even mildly in interesting here at the Whatnots. The cow is just, just mildly interesting. <laughs> and it's a million times more successful than we'll ever be. <laughs> <laughs> what i'm saying about why i think this thing became so big we just looked at something that was like pleasant and charming and like kind of quirky and kind of cute i guess and we're like huh and we just latched on to that in a you know that mild little quirk of interestingness yeah. was like you know a lifesaver in a sea the when the guy when he put the picture of the cow in the chat room, I like mentioned it to him there, you know, later that day, like, Oh, I like that cow picture you shared. And he just said, I'm going to marry the cow. Wait, there, I, there's a lot of animal <laughs> love in, in this episode. 
thought I misheard him for a second. I'm like, I thought he said like, oh, Mary's that cow. Like, oh, the in the I read the paper that was about the cow, and the cow's name is Mary. And I'm like, oh, that's cute. What a nice name for a cow. But then later I figured out what was going on, and he's just like, I am obsessed with the large cow. I am going to marry the cow. It's ridiculous. I I <laughs> when I looked it up to kind of put it on the the docket for today yeah. apparently someone has already come forward c- c- claiming they have an even bigger cow i'm sure i'm i'm now wondering if this is a ploy of the g- 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 Hennis book of world r- r- records to like make a meme like <laughs> how, how how do you memify Guinness Book of World Records cuz like when 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 the internet was like first starting to be a thing the people who were making content that you were that that they were putting up it was a, like a handful of them like they all like, at, at least knew of each uh, other yeah, and stuff you know, like that when E-bombs you, world knows yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and like it i it, it's it's I have no idea where I was going with that. My mind just completely farted and was like, Bleh. So you think now Guinness is like... Oh, yes. That, yeah. So, like, they were doing this thing where, at like, when YouTube was first getting started, you had these creators, uh, like, putting up legitimate stuff that they were making, and it wasn't... It wasn't a ploy. Yeah. They weren't trying to go viral. You know, they they yeah. weren't making stuff to do that specifically, right? Mm. Of, of course, they wanted people to see their stuff. But now we have this idea of, oh, something can go viral. Yeah. Millions of people can share this thing. Let's make something that is tailored to fit that, right? And mm-hmm. there's there's a lot of those things that, like, happen naturally, which is what we saw oftentimes in those early days and then Mm -hmm. we like we now have like conan o'brien like tailoring videos to do this thing and like months after being like haha that was me i'm the one that made that here's the full version you know Mm -hmm. and it's like oh so that was fake (laughs) okay You, you, you know so now there's this idea of like is this real? Is this fake? It, it, who know? And so, yeah, like, here's a cow that went viral for God knows why. Mm-hmm. Someone else is already being like, oh, yeah, my cow is two inches taller than your cow. <laughs> and it's just like, what? What, what the fuck? <laughs> like, why is this a thing? And I'm... I like can like tinfoil hat me is like (laughs) if it's not if it's not Guinness it's Ripley's believe it or not how are they how are they making a comeback you've been like tinfoil hatting this and I'm just like oh some agriculture (laughs) oh you froze on me we have lost Melissa for a second there, uh, which is not fun. Uh, too much cow talk. The cow talk was too big for our bandwidth. Um, let me see if I can call her back. So I'm going to go to a Be Right Back stream 
um, page thing in the middle of this, and we will be right back and see if we can figure it out. Bye. Interrupted. And I, I have food in my mouth now. So <laughs> apologies for that. Now, now who's the unprofessional one, Kyle? You, you know what? Like I, like I was saying, that cow is more successful than I'll ever be. Okay. This is what you get when you come here to the Kyle. How tall are you? (laughs) I'm five nine. Thank you very much. I always thought you were taller than that. I'm a short little motherfucker. Are you taller than Paul? Is that what it is? Yes. Okay. I am taller than Paul. Paul call you tall. And I thought you were tall in general, but no, you're taller than he was. Okay, than he is. He's not dead. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now my Skype on this thing is being weird. Why is that? You're still alive to me. You're still alive to me. Why is it... Is Twitch not saying? <laughs> Kyle, speaking of I don't like, even know what's happening here. Speaking of what? Speaking of suddenly learning things about people, like I've spent our entire friendship believing you're like five inches taller than you are. I mean, I'm I'm also like super skinny. <laughs> that I can tell. I just so can't like. It's it's the like, <laughs> I I guess like lanky like. just being like as skinny as i am i look at you from like the chest up and i can believe you have very long limbs (laughs) but speaking of like suddenly learning things about people i've been friends with my roommate since like march we've been Uh living together since august i just learned a couple hours ago she's a huge dragon ball z fan hell yeah this dude i did i'm like how how did this never come up between us before? Do you love Dragon Ball Z so much? Because it's a great show. Who doesn't did like Dragon Ball Z? Did you see the Goku balloon? I didn't get to see the Goku balloon. I'm actually kind of, I mean, well, I saw pictures, but I didn't watch the Thanksgiving Day parade. Um, but I, I thought about mentioning it to my parents. I was hoping they would mention it to me. Because uh, I was also, I mean, I still am. I love Dragon Ball Z. I haven't really kept up with it. Um, it's a lot. Yeah. But I, like, I used to have a bunch of Dragon Ball Z action figures that I now no longer have. Sad face. Um, but I remember my parents buying them for me from time to t- time. And my mom does the thing where she doesn't understand what it is so she mispronounces yes. it it's it's pokemans to here's to, that to, vegeta to her, you right? asked for yeah um and to for goku it was always geeko geeko <laughs> we got you that geeko action figure you you wanted mom it's goku you know that he's the strongest <laughs> mom translations are the best thing in the world have I told you about the best thing my mother has ever misunderstood? No. Okay. Earlier this year, I was telling her about I went to an Oscars night party at my friend's house. I'm not like a huge 
movie buff Oscars person, but I was happy to be invited and hang out with my friends and eat snacks. And so I was telling my mom about it, like, oh, I actually had a pretty good time. And like a lot of the presenters were like actors I know and liked, like, you know, that I saw this person and this person. And one of the actors I mentioned was Oscar Isaac. Mm-hmm. And my mom stops me and she says, what's an Oscar Isaac? Is that a robot? <laughs> she thought. What's was... an Oscar Isaac? <laughs> she thought it was Oscar Isaac. Like they took an Oscar statue, personified one, made like a little robot guy looking like an Oscar walking around. I mean, around he is and fairly named, statuesque. And he was named Isaac. She thought Oscar was a title. That's that's funny. <laughs> like, so this was in like February. So shortly after that was when Last Jedi like came out for home video. And so whenever I'd like see an ad for it in a store, I'd point at it and say, Wait, Ma, it's, a it's a robot. It's a robot. It's a robot. Mom, that is an Oscar Isaac <laughs> from the Star Wars. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> That's funny. Speaking of the Oscars, uh, the video game awards are coming up December sixth. Uh, I guess I, is that yeah, what they are? No, they're just called okay. the the video game award. They don't. I don't. I don't think they have a name for their trophies or if they actually get. What does trophies. it look like? I I I don't. I think it. Do they do the thing that they have? I don't know. I I don't it's, know if they give out actual tr- trophies. They give you a cube and they tell you it's like it's a pixel statue. I, I don't I don't think they even do anything <laughs> like that. Um, but so the video game awards is like the Oscars, but for video games. Like it's not only a, I mean it, it's a fantastic mm-hmm. show. Um, but a lot of people still don't realize how big video gaming is and like yes. how like like it makes it makes more money than like sports and the whole like hollywood movie I- industry combined or something like that it makes like 10 t- 10 times the, the amount of money that hollywood do- mm-hmm. does and once people start to understand that it's like holy shit People play video games like that, that, that. That's they spend a lot of money on that stuff. And yeah, sure that there's all this di- di- different stuff. Um, uh, you, you know, the the movie ticket is like ten bucks, and the video game is like sixty maybe ish. Yes. Uh, you, you know, there's all of that stuff. But the vi- vi- video game awards are coming this next week. I guess by time time this goes public they will have already happened i believe Mm -hmm. um but speaking of the oscars last year they had a creator come up and oh god he was drunk (laughs) and he goes on this big rant about yeah and you know video games they're legit they're legitimate too like fuck the oscars we, yeah. we could, and he says it on like on stream and it's it was it was both one of those things it was like oh my god that happened this is amazing and mm. wait a minute that 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 happened and maybe that wasn't a good thing <laughs> movies are gonna fight back <laughs> yeah. no they're but they they're gonna send two champions at one end of the boxing ring 
Steven Spielberg. At their other end, Joseph Reggie- Ferris, the guy that <laughs> fucked the Oscars, g- 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 guy. And they're gonna go go at it. No, but it like I- they. It's also the type of thing where yeah, like they they don't. It's not on TV. They stream it la 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 live on on Twitch, on YouTube, on Facebook, and all of the, the, that stuff. Um, and and. Uh, yes, it is the the guy from a way out, and I'm sure sure that 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 helped their sales. Um, but I mean, yeah, like it's more built into like a younger audience, a streaming culture, but at the same time, trying to make it look like the Oscars and that it it is a legitimate thing but they also like so they knew so this year they're like guess who's coming back and it was like this guy the fuck the oscars guy it's like it was jimmy kimmel that hosted two years ago when there was the big kerfuffle about reading the wrong envelope and for a second they thought they had the wrong best picture award winner and then he came back the year after as like Okay, guys, I know I actually had nothing to do with it last time. It's not my fault, but here I am again, really ensuring we're going to do it right this Fingers time. crossed. <laughs> yeah, so I'm I'm excited about that. I think that'll be a lot of fun to watch. So I'm excited. Video, it, video games are cool. Is it glamorous? Yes. Well, yeah. This is like the most glamorous video game type of show. I guess you could argue E3. Like, E3 is more of a press conference doing all of that stuff. This is more of, it's an award show. Let's dress up and actually make this (laughs) an event. That's what all I wanted to know. That's all I was asking about is, are the outfits glamorous? Is this a tux thing? Is this a ball gown? Maybe not to that level. Okay. But it's still like, hey, let's make this, like, let's dress up somewhat. Let's make this look a lot nicer and a lot more legitimate than, uh, I mean, I mean, there's other video game like award shows and stuff like that some of them are open to the public some of them aren't you know stuff like that but they want this one to be like the outward facing hey see like we're legitimate too kind of thing Um, if that I mean that makes it sound bad and sound like that they aren't legitimate yet but yeah just to equate it to you who is maybe more familiar with the oscars and yeah stuff like that yeah yeah no i get it it makes sense it does sound like fun i'd i'd watch part of it i wouldn't know what was going on but if i had a gamer friend with me i would love to tune into that thing i i really just want to watch just to see what people are dressed like so there's speculation uh, about something that's going to happen i, I guess by like, again by t- time this goes live i could make myself look like <laughs> the a winner's complete gonna get slimed idiot uh no there's it's not like nickelodeon style stuff um <laughs> but uh so there's supposedly an upcoming avengers vi- video game uh i think is it square enix or crystal dynamics i don't remember who's making it. i think it's square <laughs> Enix. They are making an Avengers game. They teased it, I want to say, two years ago. And all we yeah. saw was like a, a br- 
brief like 10 second almost image type of thing that they like scrolled up on you know um so it wasn't a long gif yeah it it wasn't much uh the marvel spider-man game that just came out was amazing yes the avengers one made by a different company stuff like that so it's not necessarily gonna be connected we don't know we're Mm -hmm. assuming it's not um but the Rousseau brothers are going to be at the game awards and they're announcing that they're presenting so people are wondering are they going to help introduce this avengers game or is the avengers 4 trailer going to debut at that thing like who knows i i don't think it's happening this week december 6th I, I, do, I don't think they are going to debut the trailer there. But the Game Awards kind of is at that tipping point where they've kind of now established that they are a thing. Like, hey, we're a, leg- a legitimate yes. show, but it's still, it still hasn't hit a lot of the mainstream. But yeah. if it, like, I wouldn't put it pa- past them to do something like this. Or at least give us the title. Kyle, sometimes I stop and I think, I don't even know the title we of Avengers yeah. 4 yet. Because it's going it, to be big. It could be something that they drop the trailer that morning on Marvel. Because that way it can hit the East Coast like news cycles and stuff. And then that night, come on the game awards and be like, so, what, what did you guys think? <laughs> Also, there's going to be an Avengers video game coming up. Here's Square Enix to give you a teaser on that. Who knows? Mm-hmm. You know, um, but that could be they 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 have a lot of new announcements and stuff. So I'm looking forward to it. Good. It should be a lot of fun. Let's see. Uh, Bayo was all dressed up for her teaser l- trailer last year. Uh, then oh, her Bayonetta. Body split in half. Yeah, I'm assuming that's Bayonetta. Uh, wait, Bayo 3 teaser was Game of War. Right, yeah. Um, yeah. Like, they like, people dress up. It's, it's a legitimate thing. And I, I think it, within this year and the next couple oh, no. years it will continue to get that much more legitimate okay you got robot-y for a second and i thought it was your turn to be trapped on the other side of the veil between life and death yeah you're yeah. back <laughs> man we've had some Kyle, weird guy, things i went to high school yeah yeah this, there's one uh, final note about award yes. shows this is my brush with greatness. A guy I went to high school with was a seat filler at the Tonys a couple years ago. You and go. you could see him in the background on TV. Yeah. There you go. You're, I, you're I'm, I'm acquainted six, with that man. Six degrees of Kevin Bacon, right? He said hi to me once. <laughs> there he is on the television. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't. I don't know if I've I've known anyone that's gone to like big award shows like that. I would love to. I, I mean, like, I, I would love to go to one of those award yes. shows. I'm I'm hoping 2019 is the first year that I can go to some more. I I say conventions, but I'm assuming I'm not going to have enough money to go to multiple ones. So mm-hmm. I might just have Convention to pick one is a thing. Start. 
Yeah, but then I, I, I don't know what one I want to go to because I want to go, go to all of them. Which one are you thinking? I want to go to. I don't I like I want to go to either. I mean, I want to say I've been to Comic-Con, but I'm also not super excited to go to San Diego Comic-Con. I know it's super expensive. Too big. Too yeah, big. Yeah. Um, I w- want to go to Emerald City because uh, Eric will be at the he always goes to that one so it's like mm-hmm. why not we just do a big old whatnots get together meet up yeah. um that would be fun i want to go to rt to rtx which is the convention for all the rooster teeth mm-hmm. stuff um i would love to go to the game awards yeah. i think that'd be fun because like they all just go and drink and party and stuff like that i would love to go, go to like PAX East or PAX West. I recommend like I don't know. C2E2, which is in Chicago C2E2 every would spring. Be fun I haven't well. been in a couple of years, but it's a good big con and it's affordable for what it is. It's like 60 bucks for a weekend or something. That's nice. And you're on the lakefront. There's Lake Michigan. There's the beautiful downtown. It is a great time. You can visit our fair Midwest. Sounds good. Sounds fun. I put more food in my mouth than I realized I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> it's I I bought a bag of caramel M and M's. They're so good. They're yeah, so addicting. Are. And I I know we were just t- talking about how skinny I am, but it's I don't I that's a that like that's one of the science's biggest mysteries. I should be like five hundred pounds. I don't work out. I don't exercise. I have a terrible diet. I just you're eat. a walk man. I mean, yeah, I walk to and from work, but it's like a. I mean, it's a twelve-minute walk, but that's it. And then I like story. I, you walk to the movies. You're always telling me anytime I, you leave the home, you you tell me you walked there. Yeah, I I sit down at work. I don't do shit. <laughs> I come home from work. I lay in my bed. And that's it. <laughs> that's 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 my life. <laughs> it's I fantastic. Wish I could do what you do. <laughs> and I eat pizza and candy and soda, and it's great. Oh, you are a jughead. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> well, I think we should wrap things up. Yeah, there. we've been t- 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 talking for quite a while. Oh, yes. Um, I'm going to have to stitch this episode together since we had that hiccup have, there at the end. Have fun playing Dr. Frankenstein. Yeah, at, at, at least the thing with your thing going big and small <laughs> finally stopped. Big like I, a cow, small like uh, an M&M. Yeah, I, 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 well, it, it did the thing where it got like extra big. I was like, you're big. And you're like, oh, good, it fixes. I was like, no, you're you're like big, big. <laughs> Margin in charge. <laughs> yeah, like you're 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 camera just changed itself on on me i finally fixed it I can't and it's Ant-Man. yeah and, and i i i finally fixed it and it stayed that way so thankfully it it we didn't have to deal with that um but then it did the thing where it was like watch out we're just gonna ch- ch- chop things there um mm. but that'll be fun but oh so one last note before we go speaking of me editing the podcast i'm gonna talk to eric more so about this show since we kind of talk about current 
stuff with me figuring out these NDI sources, uh, yes. which it's, it's one of those things as I'm doing research on this stuff and figuring it out, it's like, oh, these things have been around for a few months. How did I not hear about these things? You know, mm-hmm. um, it, I, it gives me the ability to edit things a lot faster and get things up a lot faster. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think I was mentioning to you last week off mic, like the audio that it gets is a lot better than what our uh, our backup used to be. Yes. Um, and I'm perfectly fine you using our backup now as the main thing. Uh, so I can basically, as soon as we're done, start like putting these in premiere and exporting them and all of that stuff and uploading them i can get an episode up on page patreon like that next day (laughs) so we might revise our like release schedule a bit okay cool coming weeks because even with the review show that you and me do most of the time Mm -hmm. We could record on Sundays. I have it up on Patreon Sunday night or Monday morning. And then instead of waiting a week for it to go out, we could release them on, like, Wednesdays. Nice. Instead. I like that. Maybe that's something we do. Maybe it doesn't make as much sense to do it for the review show. You and I will have to talk. But at least for the Captain's Log, I'm gonna try to convince eric that that's what we should do Mm -hmm. for this one so that way we can record these on friday night uh it goes up on uh whatchamacallit on patreon on patreon patreon i thought you were referring to a day as whatchamacallit like there's only seven kyle what's that what's that what's the what's that eighth day uh, (laughs) learns day yeah um no so yeah it it, like this could end up in the coming weeks these could end up going up a lot sooner which helps because we kind of talk about current events every now and then kind of forget big cow yeah that yeah that way we're not like a week behind (laughs) like hey guys you see that one hot new meme and they're all like dude that was like so two weeks ago Um, so 2000 and late yeah so 2000 and late you losers um (laughs) so that would be fantastic news if that is the thing um but i guess we will wrap things up there thank you guys for checking out the show hanging with us in chat um if you guys missed this uh, we normally live stream this every Friday night. Uh, I, I, I just realized I needed to update our B right. Is that right? Our B right. Yeah, I need to update our B right back screen for the correct time. Friday night, oh. 9 Eastern uh, yes. is the t- time that we stream these. Uh, so go follow us on Twitch and on YouTube. You can just search the Whatnots podcast. Uh, you can search uh, the Whatnots on iTunes. You can find all of our stuff that way. Um, Patreon.com slash the Whatnots if you want to throw us a buck. Uh, if you want to start whittling away at your life savings, we would be more than happy to have it. Um, <laughs> that would be fantastic. Uh, Melissa. 
where can they find you on the interwebs? They can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WilkyWit. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. Yes. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Yo Kyle Springer. If you guys want more updates about this show or any of the your thing just did the, the, the big thing again and it got small. I mean, it, it, it went big and got went back to normal. One of I, us said the secret word. I don't, I, I don't know. I don't understand what is happening. <laughs> this is so strange. If if you guys want updates with this show and what's happening with Melissa's camera, <laughs> uh, you can follow us on Twitter at the Whatnots. Uh, this has been episode thirty of the Whatnots Captain's Log. We will see you guys next week. Adios. Bye. Bye.